We hope you enjoy listening to this weekly podcast from Lifeline Church. Find out more by visiting lifelinechurch.co.uk. And to be with him and the ability to be transformed into his likeness. That's what we're about. And we've seen and we hear stories of people among us catching the sight of him. That's great. But the promise is, behold, I stand at your dock and knock. It's for everybody. It's not just for other people. He's waiting, waiting for, with, with, a, with a ready response that we might be able to actually know his presence. This is a time when God is directing us to be turning to him, to know his presence, to experience his power, to see what he has for us. So, don't have any teaching particularly, we're going to continue to respond to that offer from God. A few things, truths shall we say, that God is underlining to us, which we want to respond to, and that's what we'll do today. Same message, but we'll respond to some of the things that are truths that God is saying. probably hear from, well we will hear from two or three people but can you remember what I said last week those of you who were with us last week I said when you know you come for, I think we invited people to come for prayer for healing, the one thing I ask you is you come back and tell us next week so we want to give you an opportunity if God touched you, healed you, then Come share that with us when we get to that point in our time together. So I think now what we'll do, um, let's just join in worship together. And James is going to lead us. I think that's, that would be good. Do you think that's good? Yes. Yeah. Father, we thank you that we can be together. We thank you that we, Lord, can lift up your name because you've placed within us an ability to lift up your name. We thank you, Lord, that you are a God who speaks and brings things to pass. And this day, again, we come to you and we want nothing more and nothing less than to experience your presence, hear your voice, sense your power. And to that end, we say, Lord Jesus, have your way. One of the ways that we worship him is by tell him what he's done and I'd like uh, Alan and Andy and Rachel just to come and join me or we'll bring the mic to you just tell us and if somebody else you know that God healed you uh, last week or God has spoken to you or done something then you tell come and speak to Richard and then later on we'll involve you as well Okay. Oh, there's a lot of people, aren't there? <laughs> um, last week, the first thing that happened in the meeting was um, Chris Page, wherever he is, um, he, he, brought, he, he talked about things looking okay on the surface, but um, things underneath weren't always as they ought to be. Um, and when he finished, John said, I think God's speaking to someone. Um, I, was, I thought, yeah, yeah. 
So, um, so, so what it was, someone, when I was a young Christian, early in my, my walk, um, sometimes I'd, I'd got things wrong, and I was told that God was probably angry with me, and other times that I'd only ever experienced his second best, and it was like a splinter in me, or like a fiery dart that had been there over the last 50 years. God has done some amazing things for me in the last 50 years. He's still been, he's still been, yeah, <laughs> he, he's still been faithful. So later on in the meeting, Kim, Kim, do you remember? She was on screen talking about forgiveness. And I thought, well, I've been here so many times before forgiving this particular person, but I got my head and I said, God, help me, help me, help me. There's no, there's nothing left of it. Um, so at the end, end of the meeting, the end of the meeting, um, when we're praying for people, I, I went to Chris, um, and what I've just said to you, I said, would you pray for me? What I've just said, shared with you, I shared with him. And he, he didn't pray for me, he put his hand on me and started laughing, and I fell on the floor under the spirit, and then I could hear him laughing, then I was laughing. And it's a funny sort of thing, because then it seemed, can't explain it, like God was laughing as well. Um, and it, it was just something so amazing. Because in, in, in my mind, there's always a battle going on. Um, is God annoyed with me? Am I getting it right? Have I messed up? Because this was similar to my own father, who, who I could never please. Um, so I think God just put the word in my mind, just relax, Alan, just relax and let me do it. Is that all right? Isn't that amazing? Something that was under the surface that he thought was dealt with before and God in his goodness and mercy just touches it and you forgive, and you were forgiven. And all the joy that filled my soul. Something happened, and now I know. Jesus touched me and made me whole. Can never be whole while we've got some measure, even some splinter of unforgiveness there. Praise God, isn't that good? Rach? It was just a couple of things happened this week which made me think it was God confirming the word that John's been bringing about really knowing his presence. So one of them, I was at a meeting and right towards the end we said, oh, let's pray. And it wasn't for very long, but we just sung Spirit of the Living God, Fall Afresh on Me. And the sense of God's presence and warmth just started to wash over me immediately which was amazing. And then later in the week, I was driving to a friend's house and it's not a journey I find very easy. I have to concentrate quite hard. But there's a little stretch in the middle where I know you just go straight for about two miles. <laughs> so I got to that bit and I thought, you know, I'm just gonna sing again to God. And I just, I think because of earlier in the week, I just started singing Spirit of the Living God fall afresh on me. And again, just this waves of God's warmth and his presence came on me so just thought this is what John's been talking about and starting to see that happening for me. Thank you. 
Thanks, Rachel. Just before Andy speaks. Special Just echoey place. <laughs> Let me speak first. <laughs> You're too eager. You know, it's very interesting what Rachel said. Um, I don't know about that two miles of straight road. Praise Lord, oh, I'm having a wonderful time. I could imagine that car going all over the place. But seriously, that moment of refreshing, that time of just Spirit of God. Anybody say, hey, I like that, I like the sound of that. Guys, this is what God's saying to us in these days. Ask and you will receive. Yeah? Good moment now to actually ask. A time of refreshing, a moment of refreshing. Yeah? How do you receive? If I'm going to give you something, if Richard's going to give you something, whoops, that's what he does. Just where you are, just do what Richard, do it again, Richard. Just reach out your hands, not necessarily to me, but to the Lord, <laughs> as just a, an attitude of saying, Lord, I want to receive. Just that touch, that reality, that freshness. Let's take a moment, just before Andy shares with us. Lord, we just invite you now. Just that touch from you. Just that reality of your presence, your Holy Spirit coming upon us. Lord, as each one that holds their hands out, as it were, to receive now, we invite you to move amongst us and bring that power of your refreshing that joy of your presence all over again, right now, in Jesus' name. Amen. Andy, thank you. Uh, just, uh, I had a, a bad back, and for a man to complain, you know how bad that must have been. <laughs> and so uh, it was all doing all that spasming and all that kind of thing. Uh, Sue, uh, sorry, Anne, and Sally prayed for me, and God started something. One day where John said, you know, if anybody needs healing, to put their hand up. And then it was like, we've talked about dams breaking, and it was like the dam to my recovery broke. And so I'm able to, I've never been able to touch my toes, but I could. <laughs> <laughs> and I could do all this kind of stuff. I was able to carry tables away on Wednesday. And last week, the week before, I was, well, I was not in a good state at all. So against this thing that God knows and he cares. And over and over again, whenever he's healed me, there's, it's good to have that physical thing. But the big thing is that he knows and he cares. And this is a slightly off piece, sorry, John, but just seeing Neil over there, he had these adventures. Can I call them adventures in the summer holidays? And I am just so glad to God that Neil's here. <laughs> We're going to pray for our kids as they start the new academic year. Now, it was a bit, we weren't too sure whether we would do this or not because it's something we do every year and we don't want to do it just for the sake of it. But actually, it's been quite a turbulent year or so. And this is something that God has given to us. Our children, their ministries are 
equal to that of adults and we want to take some time to pray for them. So kids, if you are um, entering education, if you're continuing, anyone, can you please stand up? Um, and those around them, if you could just quickly lay hands, please. Come on, guys, don't be shy. Teenagers as well. Okay, so if you could just lay hands quickly. Father God, we thank you for these young people, Father God. We thank you for these mighty warriors, Lord. And I just pray that now, as they go out to their schools, to their universities, Lord, that you can really anoint them to be your arrows, Father, that they can bring your words to their friends, Father God. They can bring your word to their teachers and lecturers, that they won't just be regular children, regular people in those classes, but actually they will be your children bringing your kingdom, Father. Amen. Thank you. Okay. Um, I was just wondering how I might do this without my PowerPoint, but I was already thinking up some descriptions. Um, I don't know if you, when you, if you go to the seaside and you go to the beach, um, we see things which look... Not like that. <laughs> no, like that. Okay. Um, they're called groins. Oh, so I wasn't, there's no time for Mr. Bean, I'm afraid. Um, they're called groins. And um, they're actually very important things there because what they do is they keep the beach in place. If they weren't there, then um, the sand would come and um, as there's a current which goes down the coast called longshore drift. And what it does is it would take the beach and carry it off and deposit further down and there'd be a bit more. So the beach would come and go. And if you're an owner of a, 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 a resort or you've got a tourist resort, you want your beaches to stay. So we get these things built along the beach. Now, if they weren't there, what would happen is you'd get something which looked like that, which is a kind of a, a coastline which is completely shaped by the sea in different ways. And I believe that God is saying to us that we need to dismantle the things that we stick out into the ocean, these breakwaters, these groins, which cause us to build up our beaches. And because he wants our lives to be shaped by him and not shaped by ourselves. And when do we build these things? Well, we tend to build them if we are comfortable and God wants to move us forward out of that situation, or we tend to build them if we're fearful that if God's going to take us into a place where we don't want to go. And usually when they happen, when we build them, is the time at the point in our lives where um, our plans and his plans conflict. And if his plans are conflicting with my plans, then I will build something in because I want to stay on this beach because I feel safe or I'm scared of going into the water. But the truth is, groins can also cause problems because what they do is if I'm grabbing the sand from one place, then the sand doesn't get deposited further down. So actually, when I build a groin, the things that God wants to do in my life get inhibited in terms of affecting other people. God, the God's grace will not flow from me to others, other people's lives because I'm stuck on my beach and I am taking away the opportunity for others to receive what God has for them. So God wants our lives to be like this. It wants to be shaped and there are times when the um, coast will 
will come and sometimes there will be a lot of beach, sometimes there'll be no beach. And sometimes we could just have to walk on the water. But God has made us to be able to do that. So really, it's what we're doing. We're missing out on the adventure. We're missing out on the opportunities. And I think there's many times in my life when I have been challenged to, do I let this thing go or do I go where God wants me to go? And um, people call me, some people call me an adventurer, and I'm not an adventurer. I'm actually the complete opposite. My tendency is to, is to build goings and to stay on the beach. But God has actually taken me into places and given me opportunities and seen things which I have never possibly would have seen. And so it may sound like it's not what I'm doing, it's about what God is doing. What I'm saying is this is God's opportunity for us to move out into something fresh and something new. Thank you, Richard. Interesting thing that Richard's sharing there. You see, we have this little phrase, uh, if he's not Lord of all, he's not Lord at all. You can't have Jesus as Lord of part of your life. It doesn't work. It's not, not in the plan. And if we try to hang on to something, if we try to preserve some area, uh, even if it's, you know, our, our um, sophistication, uh, that doesn't work. God says, if you're coming to me, you have, you have to come totally to me. You can't hold anything back. And I think to respond to this, Richard's um, provided us with a, a song and then we've got a couple of others Do you want to kind of push the boat out a bit? I mean, it's nice to sit here and it's lovely to see everybody, but anybody up for a bit of excitement? A bit of adventure? Hmm? Three of you? Good. Well, that's, I'm, I'm with you. Lord, is there anything? Lord, is there anything that I have that I've not surrendered to you? Lord, I want all that you've got for me. I want, Lord, the fullness of your Holy Spirit. I want the fullness of your purpose. I want us to take a moment to just be open before God. Say, Lord, is there anything? It could be the tiniest little thing. It could be a bigger thing. And as we use these songs, take a moment, take a few moments to just say yeah I'm choosing to surrender to you so a couple of weeks ago John was asking us to just encourage each other by sharing how we know how amazing God is and I was really struggling with that because I've been praying into a really difficult situation and not really seeing much of God making things different and Andy in the group that we were sharing with he just encouraged me by saying it's God's amazing, it's vast like the ocean, it's massive, but sometimes the impact of his work in us on that shore that Richard was talking about, it can be the, the crashing waves of, of seeing that miraculous impact, and it can be the gentle ripples on the shore. 
And that really encouraged me that actually God is at work in those, that thing that I'm praying for. And I am seeing now the gentle ripples of his work. And I think sometimes with the groins, we put that groin up because we don't want God's crashing ways. We want to try and keep him controlled and we want, we're okay with the gentle ripples. But actually sometimes we're also really wanting those crashing ways. But we have to trust God. He knows how to interact with us. He knows what we need. And as long as we position ourselves on the shore and open to him, he will work in our lives according to his purpose. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Premier. Jane was having a conversation with Terry King on the phone the other day, and Terry King told him something. When Jane was saying, I thought, yeah, I think we need to hear that. So can we play that now? We can't play it. Okay. All right, I will tell you. (laughs) So Terry goes into um, some big store, probably something like Costco or something like that. And you have to show a card when you go in. So he shows his card to the man. He said, and and this is what Terry would do. And uh, how are you today? And man said, okay, fine. And Terry looked at him and said, really? Really? And the man said, well, actually, no. Uh, He said, I've got a dreadful pain coming from my tooth right down my face. And Terry said, in the name of Jesus, be healed. And walked on into the store. (laughs) And you know, the thing that struck us about that is he was led by the Spirit of God to do that. He was a cog in the wheel. He didn't have to know where it went. He was prepared to do the thing that God gave him. You see, as we're surrendered to God... We don't have to know the full outcome or the end product or anything like that. We can actually say, Lord, let me do my part. Does that sound good? Sounds a bit, a bit frightening to me, not knowing what the outcome is or not knowing where it's going to go. But you see, surrender to God, being led by the Spirit, enjoying just being a part in the purpose of God. The fact that God leads us there. You need to know what the end product was. Expecting to hear God and to be led for him. The Bible says this, For as many of those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. Any child of God here? Yeah, some not too sure. Let me try again. Anybody that would say, I'm a child of God. I'm born again by the Spirit of God. Then according to the Word of God, we can be led by the Spirit of God. That nudge, that moment, that opportunity, that's an exciting way to live. A bit hairy, but it's, a, it's certainly an exciting way to live. This is what God is saying to us. He's at this time encouraging us to practice that amongst us because he's preparing us for his purpose to be open 
expecting to hear God and to be led by him. My sheep listen to my voice, John 10. I know them and they follow me. It's inevitable. If we're sheep, if we belong to the shepherd, it's inevitable. We will hear his voice and can be led by him. Do you need to be confident that you're a child of God, a sheep of the great shepherd, and therefore confident to hear his voice? See, this is not about pretend. This is about seizing that opportunity to say, yes, I, I really need to know that. I really need to know that I'm a child of God and that I can hear his voice. What about this one? About being used of God without knowing the final result. I'm not quite so keen on that. But that's part of the package. Am I prepared to be used of God to do what he gives, to take the action that he gives without knowing the, the, the outcome or what, what's going to follow through from it? Stepping out. Lord, I think, I feel this is you. This is where God is taking us. I'm a child of God. You're looking very serious. I think you're listening. No longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. When we were just singing, I, I kind of had a picture of... Um, often when we're out with our children and maybe they've done quite a lot of walking and maybe there's a hill, they, they want us to give them a boost. So they like us to stand behind them and sort of push them up the hill um, <laughs> and they find it great fun. But basically they want us to help them get where they want to go. And I felt God was saying that some of us want, want God to give us a boost today. We, we kind of know where we're going and we want him to stand behind us and kind of, you know, really help us. But I just felt God was saying, that's, that's the wrong position to take. We need to step behind and let God lead us. And actually, there's a, a beautiful abandonment as we put our hand in his and let, let him lead us, even if we're unsure. And, and as every child knows, actually, the ideal is getting a shoulder ride or a carry. And actually, he, as, we, as we completely abandon ourselves to 